Welcome to another episode of the Tactical Leadership Podcast, where we focus on building better businesses. I believe in order to be the best leader that you can be, you must be willing to be the first follower and have a servant mentality when you're in a leadership position. If you want to be the best leader that you possibly can be, be sure to stay tuned and listen to industry leaders and hear how they built winning cultures in their own businesses. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Tactical Leader. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Nicholas Strand, and we're going to talk about how he helps you choose your attitude for success. Before we begin, I want to remind you that this show is brought to you by Nightly Productions. If you have a podcast, YouTube channel, or you're creating content and you want it to deliver, head over to nightly.productions and see how we can help you deliver that tactical content better. Nicholas, welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for inviting me. Always, man. I'm really excited about this. I love your brand. I love what you're doing, man. There's so much passion behind what you're working toward. And I want to give the audiences like a little bit of insight in that before we dive too far into that conversation. You're an author, you're a keynote speaker, you're a life coach, you're an entrepreneur. You, you're really, truly passionate about living. Um, you're driven and motivated and inspired. And you have, you're the founder CEO of Choose Your Attitude, the author of Love Someone Who Is Dying, the host of your own podcast, Choose Your Attitude Podcast. Obviously, a lot of uh, synergy there of what we're going to be talking about today. And overall, you really focus on like building a brand, building a life of your dreams, normalizing real life challenges, and helping people through difficult times by choosing their attitude. Before we dive into that, tell the audience like something else that we should know about you that we might not know just from a bio. Um, you know, my uh, life actually got started um, as a roadie. Um, my actual passion in life that uh, kind of creates me is uh, I took my passion for technology and also my love for music, put those two together. And so that's actually what I, where I've grown up as, <laughs> um, as a video engineer for the music concert tuning industry. So and you, I mean, you've done stuff with a lot of big name people from Kelly Clarkson, Maroon 5, Dave Matthews Band, where you go on tour and you you just have this different life, kind of almost like a nomad life, but not a nomad life where you're back and forth. Is that part of where that entrepreneur drive has come from with you? Oh, for sure. Um, there's no way I would be where I'm at in that career, let alone what I'm doing now. You know, I, I, as a young kid, I had to take my own drive and my own goals and my own passion and, uh, you know, apply them to something. And, uh, you know, there's no job application for being a roadie. You know, it, it's one of those, uh, it's who you know, and, and you have to, you know, prove yourself and there's no rule book. So yeah, it was all entrepreneurship. Um, and by all means, um, you know, what we do for a living is our own being, so where most people have a service they provide, it's literally us as a laborer and, you know, hundred people, 50 to hundred people on the tour live together. And so it's, it's not only you and your technical ability, but at the same time, your ability to get along with other people from all walks of life and some of the most stressful times. So, um, yeah, by all means, that's, uh, you know, where a lot of that entrepreneurship came from. And definitely, uh, you know, being able to create the impossible and always have it ready for showtime uh, definitely drives a hunger, uh, especially when lights go out and 10,000 people remind you. Because yeah, really, I guess the backbone of a performance like that is something that delivers immediately. Like if you have video or lights go down, I mean, that ruins the experience, which means the artist you're with 
just put on a bad performance because a light went down. So they're fully out of their control that, you know, the audience, the, the, the public's not going to be like, oh, yeah, it wasn't their fault. It's going to be like, yeah, that dude gets blamed for it, right? Our, our job is to predict the future and do everything we can to uh, make what could happen not happen. And, you know, that for spe- especially technology, that's, you know, sometimes difficult. But yeah, no, by all means, it's, um, it's an amazing job when we uh, are doing our job. If we're not doing our job, these problems occur. Um, and yeah, by all means, you know, the, the goal of this, you know, we spend all this time uh, for that one hour where everybody can kind of remove themselves from reality and, you know, have as much fun as they can. And our job and our goal is to make it 110%. It's one thing that I've learned in, in the roadie industry is how amazing, you know, everybody comes together to make this show happen. And there's really, you know, everybody's got their job, but at the same time, everybody's in it together to make, uh, you know, that experience 100%. But yeah, by all means, it's, you know, definitely important to make it all come together for that, you know, for the audience, because there's nothing better to hear their feedback. <laughs> and yeah, I love what you, the, the context you just laid out right there, because at the end of the day, like it, it fits perfectly with your branding, choosing your attitude, creating your own life, um, big piece of this is it's an encouragement. It's a premium encouragement brand where you're really trying to help people understand, like literally what you just said, you're not just talking about encouraging people. You're not just talking about choosing your attitude. I imagine on a road, you're on the road, you're touring with people, you're going three, four, five, six months on the road. I imagine there are plenty of not so happy days or experiences in your life that have not been phenomenal but you have the power to choose that attitude. So tell us a little bit more about Choose Your Attitude and what you're doing with that brand. Yeah, um, Choose Your Attitude, uh, as you said, you know, is, is exactly that. Um, it, it's the idea that you know, it's, it's less about the happy sad. It's more the, about the ideas of you know, trials and tribulations we go through. And, and when we go through them, um, the most difficult thing is you know, to, to challenge ourselves in the only control we really have at the end of the day. And that's our mindset. And that's, that's, you know, the attitude we wake up every morning to conquer whatever we're going through. Extremely easy to say, <laughs> very difficult to do, but that constant reminder is what is so, you know, encouraging and what at Choose Your Attitude we love is, is you know, we call it premium encouragement because we're, our goal is to give a brand of uh, athletic wear, of, of shirts, of products, that also inspire and remind you. Uh, they're the coach that never leaves you. Uh, they're the friend that always says it right and always is, is right there with you. And, you know, it's one of the most empowering things, uh, you know, when you have a bad day. And, you know, uh, one encouraging thing we, we love about it is, is not only are you feeling it, but as they say, attitudes are contagious. And here you are wearing this brand and you, as you walk by somebody else who sees it, you know, it replicates or it reciprocates with them and they say it out loud. And all of a sudden you have this conversation and it creates that encouraging, that, that contagious attitude. And, you know, it's, it's when you're going through a lot as we all got something we're going through, um, you know, it, it's definitely empowering. Um, one of my journeys that started this whole thing in 2010, I lost my mom to cancer. Um, and then in 2017, I lost my wife of 10 years to cystic fibrosis. 
and that was, you know, that was definitely a journey. Mom's journey was uh, uh, started with a brain aneurysm and just kind of popped out of nowhere. So that was kind of a quick four month battle. Brianna, obviously, uh, her disease was something that she was born with. So at three years old, she was uh, told that she would only live till 13. And so this was something that she had to, you know, endure. And, and of course, when I met her, it was one of those things that, you know, was introduced to me and something that I had to um, be challenged with as well um, in our relationship to to learn how to to deal with that. So losing her and losing my mom, you know, if, if that wasn't hard enough, in 2019, um, I wake up and the left side of my face is paralyzed. Um, I thought it was a stroke. Uh, they call it Bell palsy. So the face has come back, but it's kind of was one of those aha moments. Um, for some reason, I guess sometimes we have to have that aha moment in our own life. You would think mom passing or Brianna passing was, would be enough, but it was kind of my moment, if not now, then when, that I, I needed to do some things and, and get into that heavy moment or the heavy weight in my life um, and acknowledge that. So I started writing and I wrote the book, Loving Someone Who's Dying. And as I was writing that, this new sense of energy uh, filled me up. Um, you know, it, it was from people outside of me. It was, it was within my own self. And as I was typing it, I looked down on the inside of my forearm and on the inside of my forearm is a tattoo in memory of Brianna. And it's of a quote that she wrote and it's in her handwriting. And I remember as I was typing, I read it and it's choose your attitude, create your life. And it was that moment that I realized, okay, this is what this quote means. This is the power of choosing your attitude, creating your life. Um, you know, it, it's not making a joke. It's not, you know, always, always having that smile on your face, but it's acknowledging where you are. It's, it's being proud of what you've gone through and using it to your advantage as a tool to help you in the future. And so as I was doing this, I, I felt that energy. And, and that's where, in addition to loving someone who's dying, knowing that was a heavy subject, I wanted people to get closer to that. And so that's where the brand came. And so my goal with Choose Your Attitude is to help people become more comfortable in their own skin. The logo itself is, uh, it's, it's made of two hearts, uh, represents community. You put it on its side, it's an hourglass for time. The one on the left is your past. Well, the one on the right is your future lifting up your past. And we call it kind of like the butterfly, uh, the butterfly effect that you are in control of your forward motion. And like any butterfly, a butterfly can't fly without both wings. So you got to have your past and your future right there with you in your present. Um, so that way you can fly and, and create that life. So the goal is, is the brand, choose your attitude, helps your mind get there. And then create your life um, is, is what we hope to help people actually apply and build. And so that's where this whole brand started was, you know, my, my misfortunate in, in life of um, some of the trauma I've gone through. And taking this legacy that my wife left behind in her amazing battle with cystic fibrosis with her superhuman strength and just overcoming it and, you know, and making something great with the only control you have with, you know, the things that we don't control. And that's, I think, relatable to so many different aspects where we're talking personal life, business life, they blend over into each other. It's kind of like the entrepreneurial life overall, right? You don't really ever turn it off. And I know a big piece of what we want to talk about on the Tactical Friday episode is going to be that piece. Like, how do you decide to choose your attitude? How do you decide to create your life? When you've had all these struggles, 
I, I kind of want to give that space for the Tactical Friday. But as you've dealt with these struggles and you're having your personal life that feeds into the business life in the fashion that it has because you can't control that. And then the business life, well, you got to pay your bills. So it feeds into the personal life. How have you found that balance to be? Is there work-life balance? Do you believe in work-life balance? What What is that to you as you're leading this organization, leading this change among people? You know, one of the biggest things I've learned from myself, um, but also from those around me, is work is only work if you're doing something you don't love. And I love this. I love the challenge of creating something that's not only inspirational, but motivational at the same time to help others get through their, you know, their struggle they're going through. And what's kind of parallel about it is, is, is like you said, in the industry, I am, you know, of, of a roadie, you know, that that's what inspires me to, to spend 16 hour days. Sometimes, you know, in those very difficult moments, pushing emotions aside, to get the show on the road because you know that work although it's gruesome although it's difficult when it all comes down to it and it means the most that one hour when 10,000 people have come to step aside from reality there's nothing more greater than that finish line and i think that's what's so in- inspiring is is that's what keeps me drive that's what keeps me going is you know to know that at the end of the day yes a bill has to be paid, but that's the only thing calling this work. Everything else, it's exciting to be challenged to find a better solution to improve the future. And that's what drives me every single day. I mean, that's a great piece of, you know, your why, your driving force. Every entrepreneur needs to find that. And a big piece of that is what keeps you going every day and, and starting with why, which is a great book that I really delve heavily into. Um, but I, I love the shift of ending with why you already mentioned it earlier, Brana's uh, legacy and that piece of it. And the big piece of what I love talking about with entrepreneurs. And I think this is a perfect time to kind of encapsulate that. Talk to us about what Brana's legacy is and what the legacy you want to leave on the world is as you complete all these amazing things with what you're doing. You know, it's it's amazing. I remember meeting Brianna and we met kind of uh, amazing in a sense. I kind of made me speechless there as I, I tried to figure out the, the words, but I met her as Brianna. She was not a CF patient. Um, she was Brianna. And that was the beauty. She was a beautiful human being when you met her, not knowing what she was going through. Now I'm going to take this even further because some of you are going, okay, well then I got to hide that. Well, that that's not the thing that Brianna did, which was so beautiful is that she used her weakness or her, um, the thing that she couldn't control as her superpower. And that superpower was, um, I met her in the Washington state future farmers of America. Um, I was the production manager. She was the secretary, uh, the, um, secretary, Uh, one of the officers. And my job was to work with the team to create this convention. And as we all come together, we create, um, they call them retiring addresses. And that was when I learned the power that Brianna held. Um, And as she's telling me this speech, and I'm I'm hearing it for the first time, taking notes on how I can help, uh, you know, bring it to life through lighting and video and all these other aspects. Her speech literally encompasses all of this of choose your attitude, create your life. And the fact of 
explaining to you how every single day she wakes up with the idea that she's already gone past what she was supposed to live and that theoretically at this moment she was not supposed to be alive and how taking every single moment and living to the fullest and that was with the cystic fibrosis but what she did to do that was she empowered her struggle rather than hide it or or you know make you not um, make it a heavy weight. You know, sometimes we talk about cancer or death and it's this heavy topic. Everybody, oh, you know, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. Let's not talk about it. But she brought it to the surface. She was an advocate. She talked about it all the time. Matter of fact, every single year there was a, um, for University of Washington, she'd go and speak in front of uh, doctors, first year doctor students, and she would be grilled with all kinds of personal questions um, from, you know, is she scared to die? Is, is you know, how does it feel to possibly not be able to have a kid? Um, you know, all these different things. And she just with a smile and grace and gratitude was able to share. And here we are, as, as a lot of us maybe have not had a medical struggle or had that complication. And so that is the legacy. And what I think is beautiful is she loved quotes and one of her ways to kind of get through these times or to remind herself whenever her mind, I guess, was in one of those dark places is on the refrigerator. She, she would create all these quotes and she'd put quotes from all over that she would find. And when my mom passed, she saw kind of some of the memory disappear. And so she wanted to create a quote that would, that would go on. And she created, choose your attitude, create your life. And this was a few years before she passed. And as you see this, superhuman going through this where when she passed there were some people who even asked like how did she die and it was like remember she had cystic fibrosis oh so here you have this human with this extreme struggle this complication she uses it as her superpower to share and to not hold her back and then to create this legacy of choose your attitude create your life where literally everybody in the world can live off of that and it's an it's inspiring to see how she took her cystic fibrosis, that journey, and created something that would inspire everybody. So that's the legacy that Brianna holds. And it was effortless. And that's the goal to, to, to hopefully shine on other people and to inspire others going through whatever they're going through. And honestly, it's what inspires me every single day. Um, to wake up and to remind myself that no matter how low I feel today, that I can and I will. No, I think that's an amazing legacy. I think that's such a great path to be on, especially with that much of a motivator in your past. I mean, it's one of those that I think when people dictate a legacy, it has to have that personal connection. And obviously, it's a very personal connection for you. And I, I just, I, I love that you're on that journey. It's not that you're just talking it, you're walking it, man. And there's so much that goes into choosing your attitude and what you're doing right now. I really want to give the audience an opportunity. Go ahead and let's talk about where they can find this, what all you offer. I know you have the website, a lot of stuff there where they can find it and then when they can find uh, more of the content you're putting out. Yeah. So uh, Choose Your Attitude, uh, the premium encouragement brand. We've got tons of products. We're always rolling out new stuff. Um, we're growing pretty fast. Um, so chooseyourattitude.com. Um, you can also go to our social, uh, which is Choose Attitude Create Life. Um, we've got Facebook and Instagram. Um, we do got a Facebook group. I got a podcast, Choose Your Attitude podcast, where um, you know we, we love 
you know, yes, I do have a story. Yes, I do have a legacy. But the goal with Choose Your Attitude podcast is to remind people that everybody has a story and everybody has a legacy. And so our goal is to keep reminding people and going through that and through the products we have, um, our book, um, some motivational uh, uh, coaching and, and speaking. Um, and then at the same time, the, the podcast and um, of course, the apparel and accessories. Um, you know, our goal is to, you know, create that choose your attitude comfort um, so you're wearing something that's going to remind you and uplift you every single day and then provide that girth of, you know, knowledge and, and learning and continually, um, you know, reaching through your past and your future and, and helping you live every single day to the fullest, um, just like Brianna did. Absolutely love that. And I want to encourage the audience, go check out that content. And then, of course, circle back this Friday where we're going to have some of these tactics. We're going to talk about how. Nicholas has gone to choose his attitude, how he's created this life. And I really want to um, encourage everybody to come back and listen to that because I think it's going to be huge and it's going to be impactful. Nicholas, thanks for your time, my friend. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Tactical Leadership Podcast. And I hope you got a ton of value out of what we talked about today. I also want to remind you that this show is brought to you by Night Protection Services. If you're a leader in a small to mid-sized business that does 5 to $10 million a year in revenue, and want to improve retention costs, which could actually add up to being twice your employee's salary, all through creating a safer work environment and saving up to 25% in insurance costs, be sure to visit nightprotectionllc.com.